So I think somebody must have told you now, have a wonderful trip, have a safe trip, and make sure you you enjoy yourself on your journey. And Judah must have said amen to that. And, you know, rightly so, he must have had his own reasons for wanting to do that. But, of course, we know how that journey went. The, the storm arose and then, you know, he was tossed into the sea and a fish swallowed him. He was in the belly of the fish for three days, right? But let us rewind a little bit. What exactly was Jonah thinking that made him run away from God? Or what was what was he looking at that had convinced him enough that he was going to successfully escape from the eyes of the creator of the universe? You see, today I want to talk with us about the things that hold our attention and how they affect us as people. And I trust that by the end of today's podcast, he's going to be speaking to you and help you to, to navigate your way through some of those things that are weighing you down right now. Hello there. My name is James George and I welcome you to the Moments of Clarity podcast. The Moment of Clarity podcast has been set up to, to help bind you to Jesus Christ by bringing your attention to some of those affairs and issues that you may overlook as you carry about your day-to-day businesses all over the place. I trust that God is going to use these episodes to speak to your heart and strengthen your commitment by bringing you back to Jesus, bring your attention back to Jesus and helping you to grow in your walk with Him and in your walk to Him. In the name of Jesus Christ. So I encourage you, please make sure you catch up with past episodes and follow our episodes as they are being released every week. Don't forget to like and subscribe and leave an encouraging comment as well as share with friends and be a blessing to everyone. Amen. Let's dive into today's topic, shall we? talking about Jonah. You see, the life of Jonah is a case study for us to follow and something we ought to learn from as we make our journey through the earth. And many times when we look at the story of Jonah, we really see the fact that God sent him, he refused to go, and then God sent a fish, and the fish swallowed him, and you know, he was thrown up in, uh, eventually in the land of Nineveh. And the, the rest of the story is that he preached the whole city turned to God and Jonah was angry and all of that. But like I said at the beginning of the podcast, what exactly was Jonah thinking? What was Jonah looking at? What had Jonah pondered upon? And I began to do a little bit of digging into this and I realized that Jonah was, you know, paying attention to the fact that the people of Nineveh, the Assyrians, were wicked people. He did not like them. They were, they were a big threat to his people, the Israelites. They were idolaters. They were the enemy of God. You know, and all sorts of evil you could think of. And being sent by God to go proclaim a message of mercy was not something that sat well with Jonah. And so long as Jonah looked at how unqualified these people were for the mercy of God, Jonah lost sight of his office 
as a messenger of God and decided to take a journey that was instigated by the attention. And what did he do? Jonah decided to take a trip to Tashish. Tashish is about 2,500 miles away from Nineveh. And Nineveh is in the east, while Tashish is in the west. In other words, Jonah chose to go in the opposite direction of the purpose of God for his life because of what he was paying attention to. Maybe this is already speaking to your heart today. Some of the actions that you've made in the past, what if I tell you that some of those actions were not made by the Spirit of God in you, but out of your response to the things you are focusing on? You see, we have a power that many of us do not really know we have. And what's that power? The power of our attention, the power of our focus. The thing you focus on the most has power over you. Your life looks like the thing that you pay attention to. If a person grew up being lied to, being abused, being disappointed, and all their life they've never known anything more than that, do you know that when they go out into the world, they are going to see everybody else like that? Why? Because that's what they have been used to seeing. And do you know that that is how your life will look like as well? If you pay more attention to the things that you've not yet achieved, the things that somebody is, you know, is doing to you, the thing that is not working, the things that is disturbing that are disturbing you right now, and the things that you're struggling with right now, as long as you keep your gaze upon these things, you will no longer be able to see the thing that God wants you to see for your life. And remember I said, you look like what you look at. You look like what you look at. Yes, in the physical it may not be like that, but in the spiritual you look like that. See what God's word tells us. In 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 3 verse 18, it says, But we all with unveiled faces, without hiding, beholding as in a mirror the glory of God, are being transformed into that same image that we are beholding, from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of God. And Apostle Paul was talking about the things we behold, and he gave a warning in chapter 4 verse 16 to 18 of that same second corinthians it says therefore we do not lose heart that even though our outward man is perishing is dying yet the inward man is being renewed day by day for our light affliction which is but for a moment is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory while we do not look at things which are seen but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The devil wants you to lose your eternal blessings, the things that God has ordained for you, you know, in the spirit, eternally. And he wants your heart to be driven by the things which are seen. The things which are not seen, these are the real deal. The Bible tells us that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Do you see those blessings physically? No, they are first spiritual before they are physical. You see, Christ died for our sins. Christ paid the price for our sins. You really did not look like it when you were here to come to Jesus. It was first a spiritual reality for you. But through your faith, you were able to bring that into the physical this same faith is what is needed for you to live every day. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. So you cannot keep focusing on the fact that 
maybe I have a, 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 a hundred thousand debts to pay by the end of this week, or my child is in the in the in the ICU and the doctors have said he needs a surgery before the end of next month and I don't have a dime in my account. Maybe you're not going to get better by paying attention to how somebody keeps on offending you and somebody keeps on hurting you or somebody has hurt you in the past and you are holding on to that grief and that pain or that bitterness you are not going to make progress and enter into the best of god like jonah you're going to find yourself going in the opposite direction i see a lot of people for example in fact i must confess that i've been a victim of that you've taken up parts you know that probably was not originally prepared for you by god because you want to prove something to somebody that you are not a good for nothing, that you are you are worth more than what somebody said you are. But the truth is that with God, you are enough. Yes, you may not be where you wish to be right now, but with God, you are a work in progress. And if you can allow God work on you, you would get there. But you see, don't define yourself by the things you have or the things you don't have. Define yourself by what God's word has said. The word of God says of Jesus in Hebrews 12 verse 2, he says he, he despised the shame. Who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Because of what he was seeing, he was seeing a joy. And so he despised the cross. You know, he, he abandoned whatever shame that is associated with carrying that cross. And he took it upon himself. And what does the Bible say? It says now he is seated at the throne. He is seated on the right hand of the throne of glory. Where God has ordained for you, eyes have not seen it, my friend. Ears have not heard. Neither have entered into the hearts of men the things that God has prepared for you. But you see, Satan is going to keep you limited as long as he has your attention in the wrong quarters. So instead of looking at the fact that you don't have money in your account, why not look to what God has said? That I will never leave you nor forsake you. Why not look to what God has said? that is able to supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Why not find your comfort in his name? Why not find your, 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 your validation, your identity, your joy and your peace in knowing that Christ has won the victory? So no matter how many failures you see in your life right now, your eyes are on the win. Your eyes are on the victory that Jesus has already given you through his finished work on Calvary. When Jesus said it is finished, my friend, he meant it. It is indeed finished. All you need to do is to believe and make sure you're siding with God. For as long as you side with him, you will not fail. As long as you trust in him, you will not be put to shame. Let your actions not be inspired by the things, by the negative things you are paying attention on. Rather, let it be inspired by the Spirit of God inside of you. For we walk by faith, the Bible says, and not by sight. And how does faith come? Faith coming by hearing. And hearing what? Hearing the word of God. If you pay attention to fear, you reproduce fear in your life. If you pay attention to faith, you reproduce faith. And faith leads to life. Praise the Lord. I hope this word has spoken to you today and encouraged you to choose where you will pay attention to. For all those who will choose to pay their attention on God, you will discover that your God is bigger than that mountain before you. But if you pay attention on the mountain, you begin to make your God look so small. I know you are going to make the right decision today and I pray for you. That God will grant you the grace and the strength that you need to choose what matters, to pay attention on what matters, and to choose the pathway to productivity that is only found in the life of those whose eyes are on God. 
There's a word on all those who trust God. And if you are that one person who does, God is himself will show himself strong on your behalf in the name of Jesus. Until next time, I encourage you to stay bound to Jesus. Let him remain the thing that matters most in your life. And I trust that next week we will meet ourselves together in Jesus' diaries and we'll keep on pressing towards the Lord and towards his purpose for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.